Welcome back to Time for Nach, where the 12th Perek of Sefer Melachim Aleph. We're making progress. Klal Yisrael appoint Rechavam as king in Shechem. Not, not Yerushalayim, interesting. Normally it's Yerushalayim, here it was Shechem. Yeravam, if you remember, he was the antagonist of Shlomo HaMelech. He, he was the one who criticized him publicly. Yeravam returns from Eretz Yisrael. Uh, he comes, remember he was in Egypt. He returns to Eretz Yisrael from Egypt. Uh, the people approach Rechavam. Remember, Rechavam is the king of Shlomo HaMelech, not Yeravam. Yeravam was the rebel. Um, and Rechavam is asked by the people, that, look, Shlomo HaMelech, your father gave so much taxes to us, it's not fair, we can't handle it. Um, please, please, please reduce the taxes. Rechavam decides to ponder this for three days. And then there's a split in the advisors. The elder advisors say, listen to them. Does the Canaan say you've got to listen to them? Maybe the tax was too much. It's time to show Rachamim, to show mercy, listen to them. The younger advisors say, no, on the contrary, this is your opportunity to increase the taxes. Show them an iron fist, a strong hand. And Rechavan follows the advice of the younger ones. He decides to uh, tax them even more. Uh, Aduram, who's Rechavan's head of tax, is stoned to death as a result. And the 10 tribes who had put this request in to reduce the taxes... They now join Yeravam and abandon Rechavam. Only Yehuda and Binyamin follow Rechavam and the kingdom split. There is a gathering of troops. There is uh, aggression. Rechavam gathers troops to fight against Yeravam. Um, but the Navi um, tells Rechavam that it was the will of Hashem for the king to be split. There shouldn't be a civil war and they should both disband their army. And this is what happened. Rechavam lays down his arms. There's still a few battles later on between the two kingdoms, as the Radak points out. Meanwhile, Yeravam sets two golden calves up in base Elendan, and these descend into idolatry. Uh, the purpose, the, the short-term purpose, seems to be to prevent people going down to uh, or up to Yerushalayim for Ali al-Ragel, because then they'll be persuaded to be loyal to Rechavam. But nevertheless, they became idolatrous, uh, as the Radak points out, and as is clear, he also appointed non-Levi priests, uh, people who went Levim, to stop Klan Israel going down to Yerushalayim. Again, he didn't want Aliyah Regal to happen, and he creates a Chag, a Yom for festival in Cheshvan, the eighth month of the year, to imitate Sukkot, again, to prevent people from going up to Yerushalayim. Uh, the lesson over here, the Gemara says, is a very powerful one. Uh, it says that Binyan Yeladim Stira and Stiras Zakanim Binyan. Binyan Yeladim Stira means that when immature people uh, look like they're building, constructing, sometimes they're actually destroying. Over here, the lessons or the advice given by the youth, the inexperienced uh, advisors of Shlomo Amarach, excuse me, the, inadvise, in, the inexperienced advisors of Rechavam, it was stira. It looked like it was building. They said it was, you know, going to increase the power of the king, but actually it was, it was the, the opposite. You know, it totally reduced the power of the king. But stiras is the king and binion, when elders, when people who are wise say that actually you have to take a step back, you might have to destroy something to rebuild, that itself is rebuilding. The way the Kotzka Rebbe said it so beautifully is that stiras yelad and binion means that when immature people uh, try and build, they do so by putting others down. That's not how we build. We build by making sure that we grow, not by putting each other, other people's down. Stiras Yeladim, uh, sorry, Binyan, 
Stiras is a Kanim Binyan Binyan Yeladim is Stira.